there is a lot of um, uncertainty right now. Let's face it. One of the big stressors is that you can't go into work. We're lucky to be able to work from home. Some people are, you know, not in that situation. They're not working. They're worried about the fact that they're not going to be getting paid for uh, staying at home. And that is, you know, a reality for a lot of people. On the line right now is Joanne Weir, who's Director of Health and Disability Policy for the Canadian Life and Health uh, Insurance Association. Joanne, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me, Kelly. Are you self-isolating? Are you working from home? (laughs) I sure am. Excellent. So give us an idea who the association represents. Yeah, so the association represents um, the life and health insurance industry in Canada. Um, Almost all insurers in Canada are our members. We don't represent um, property and casualty, but life and health. All right. So you have a lot of members. It's a lot of people you're taking care of here. The uh, government message is to stay home. How is the insurance industry trying to minimize the financial disincentive of, of this? Because there are people that would be tempted, you know, not to stay at home. For sure. And um, life and health insurers absolutely support the message that people who have COVID-19 who have been diagnosed with that must stay home. And what we've put in place um, with our disability insurance programs, so short-term disability, is that somebody who has COVID-19 self-declares that on a form that we've created. It comes into the insurance company. The insurance company will waive any waiting period, and um, so short-term disability funds will be advanced right away. Of course, that's for the quarantine period that somebody with COVID-19 would require, so about 14 days, but it could be longer because we are hearing from other countries that potentially it's not 14 days, it may be a longer period. Right. And I understand there's also an exemption. You don't have to get your uh, physician statements anymore because we don't want to overwhelm doctor's offices. That's exactly right. So it's a self-declaration. The person enters in all the information on the form, sends it to their their insurer, and it's assessed appropriately. We don't want people going into physician clinics to get letters or referrals or any information like that. So the idea of fraud at this point isn't even entering your mind because, uh, you know, we have to make sure people are taken care of, I guess. We have to make sure people are taken care of. There's enough um, information that's required on the form to give us some certainty that the person actually has COVID-19. Whether they're symptomatic or not, that doesn't matter to us, um, just that they have that diagnosis. Beyond waiving the wait time and, you know, the uh, form that you're going to be able to fill out yourself, are there any other ways that Canadians, uh, their life insurance and health insurance companies are adjusting to accommodate policyholders during this coronavirus pandemic? Well, um, with life and health, uh, not at this point in time. I, I will say that this situation, as you know, is very fluid and things will change on a daily basis. Uh, with the health insurance, we do see that um, various healthcare practitioners in provinces are given instructions to basically shut down. So dentists aren't really doing dentistry much anymore unless it's an emergency situation. So that's going to have an impact on health insurance, um, but it's probably not something that insurers have a say in. Travel insurance is a big concern. You know, we have Canadians stuck abroad in places like the Philippines where, you know, they domestic travel is severely limited. So they are stuck where they are in some cases. Um, policies, insurance policies are set to run out soon for a lot of these people because they expected to be home 
and they're now uh, not not sure of when they're going to get home. What's the message there? Well, um, it's little known, but individual travel insurance policies typically when they expire and somebody is quarantined or unable to get out of the country, they will continue. So travel insurers are helping people at destination by making sure that their travel policies continue so that they can get health care at destination. The other thing I will say is that with all of this happening, our travel insurers' call centers are very overwhelmed at this time. And so the message is we want to help people who are at destination and are trying to get home and people at destination who are sick and need our help. So any other sort of situation, for instance, canceling your trip that's taking place in June, please don't call your travel insurer at this point in time because our priorities are elsewhere. Right. So you're going to prior, you're triaging your system. Yep. That's it. Right. What are you hearing from, um, you know, uh, uh, maybe the idea of members uh, regarding putting together an online site where some, where people can go and get simple answers to, to the questions so that their, you know, concerns of um, be, remaining insured or, you know, down the line cancellation are, are actually, you know, dealt with. Yeah, so um, we have some information at the CLHA website, um, but I know that our member companies, so if you're insured by, you know, Blue Cross or you're insured by uh, Green Shields, they will have lots of information available at their website, including self-serve tools so that if you want to um, cancel your trip that's coming up, you may be able to email or you may be able to have a web, web form at the website to complete. So I encourage anybody who has travel insurance and maybe those around the world that are trying to get in touch with their insurer to look at what tools are available on site and what information is there as well. Well, what are the lessons that we learned from SARS? Can they even be applied to this situation now? I mean, we're in a state of emergency, so things are a little bit different, but are you able to apply some of those lessons? Well, we did actually go back to uh, what happened in SARS and, and a couple of things uh, worked well, um, coordination with EI, so that employment insurance, so that, you know, insurers paid for short-term disability benefits, waiving the waiting period for those who are diagnosed and sick, and EI waived access for all the rest who were quarantined or had to stay at home. So that worked well. Um, you know, it, some of the other situations Maybe not as much, but for sure what we'll be doing, and we hope to work with our government counterparts in global affairs and um, EI and other finance probably, to, to when this is all over, to have some lessons learned and to document for, for next time. Joan, jo, I want to thank you for your time. It's been really informative, and stay safe. Thanks, Kelly. You too. All right, right, will do.